The Waterfall Journey Episode 19 Living in the Waterfall in the Fullness of Christ The Waterfall Journey is all about our relationship with the Father, Jesus and the Holy Spirit and accepting the invitation to join God in his story. Along the way, through these podcasts, we have learnt the How Do I Do That? of travelling in company with the living God. We have learnt the how-to of the essential elements of the waterfall journey. We now understand God's story and his invitation for us to join him and to play our full part in it. We have seen the sweep of God's story from the perfection of our almighty, loving God's creation through the fall with the devil-engineered rebellion by Adam and Eve to the Father's word, his authority and his goodness, to the divine rescue plan in Christ Jesus, where we, redeemed and restored, can fulfil all God planned for his extraordinary children, to stand with him and to finally vanquish the evil in the world. Jesus is the key. By living in the fullness of all he bought upon the cross, by understanding and responding to the ministry of the Holy Spirit as he restores us, trains us and marshals his troops, and by understanding how to abide constantly in the Father's presence as we live out the waterfall journey, we honour the sacrifice Jesus made on the cross for each one of us. We know the importance of where we stand to live our life, abiding in the Father's presence, heart to heart, spirit to spirit, thus being the channels of the living God every moment of the day and abiding where all things work for good because we're serving the purposes of God. We've learnt to draw our identity from the Father, being who God says we are, no longer listening to the lies we once believed about ourselves, which we'd picked up in the fallen world. We now understand the roles and relationships on offer from the Father, Jesus and the Holy Spirit. We have learned the importance of all the cross means in forgiveness, redemption and restoration and its everyday relevance to our lives as we grow in awareness of flowing in the joy of the freedom that being forgiven and releasing forgiveness brings. We have seen that life is choosing to live in God's will and purpose, trusting him for every aspect of our being, that we can know when he speaks, know his voice and know his mind, that we're called to trust, to obey and to believe in all Jesus says in the word of God and in the nature and character of God. We have learned that the greatest importance is for us to be willing to allow Jesus to renew our minds and to be open to inner healing, so being equipped for our full ministries. This leads to a maturing journey of wholeness and sets us on the way of holiness and an ever-deepening intimacy with our God. It is being the friend of Jesus, not a servant, 
but being a beloved and trusted member of the family about the father's business. When God gave the Israelites the promised land, it had very clearly defined borders. They took the land bit by bit, turning out the people with the practices that did not align with God. When God created you, he defined your image precisely. You are holy ground. But as you live in the fallen world, your borders are invaded. The waterfall journey is about taking back the ground of who you were created to be and redefining the God-given borders. In spiritual terms, the devil does not want you to be free. He wants you to continue to believe and act out of the lies. As you have travelled your inner journey through these weeks, you've learned how to recognise the lies you've believed about yourselves and to crush their power and be free. But if you continually allow the lies you have dealt with back across your borders, you have to do battle to get them out again. If you stop the lies before the border, they're powerless and you need not do battle. Stand fast and hold your borders. Bar the way. Stop. I'm not entertaining such lies. In the name of Jesus, be gone. Stand with your armour on, with Jesus at your side. This will help you live in resurrection authority as an heir to the kingdom and not just as a sinner saved by grace. Jesus gifted us so much more. The work of the cross was to free the sons and daughters of the king for a high calling before the throne of God. When Jesus was here on earth, God took ordinary men and women and because by choice they committed themselves completely to his will and purpose, they became extraordinary. The church, the body of Christ, expanded exponentially through ordinary people who believed God meant what he said. In our walk, we have all struggled through the pull of the fallen world's values, ideas and enticements where control of our life seemed the only way to survive. But if we have made the decision, exactly the same decision the disciples made, and live abiding in the Father's presence as Jesus did in the waterfall, God's astronomic scale of happenings comes into being. Twelve disciples changed the known world as they walked in the waterfall. There, after an apprenticeship, learning to hear and obey, becoming trusted and faithful in kingdom ways, they found power, cause and effect flowing on God's scale. It means, too, we should think big. If you are listening to this, God is calling you to move on a scale that you probably will not comprehend until it happens. But you need to lift your head and blast away anything that confines your thinking. Have big expectations. We have a big God. Let's dwell for a moment on the importance of peace. We've been exploring throughout these podcasts how to bring alive the teachings and life of Jesus, to give spiritual muscle to our own walk of discipleship. 
Indeed, as we travel the waterfall journey as disciples, we're following the model of Jesus walking this earth. And he gifted us with another clue to the essence of abiding in the presence of the Father when he said in John 14.27 Peace I leave with you, my peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. I owe a debt to my friend Phyllis for sharing her wisdom about God's peace with me. She said that when you begin to walk with the Lord, you travel from hilltop to valley bottom and your peace can ricochet up and down the landscape. But when you step into the waterfall, you're saying, I trust you, Lord. Then life becomes a constant experience of internal peace as Jesus portrayed it, which flowed out of his rock-shore relationship with his father and his absolute knowing who he was and what he was about. His absolute trust gave him absolute peace, and that meant he always responded to situations out of a quiet certainty. In the waterfall, the same peace is available to us, though many times it's hard won, especially at four o'clock in the morning. But we are told to seek peace and pursue it. So how do I do that? Well, when the world starts falling about your ears, stop and breathe. Make a cup of tea and sit quietly with your eyes on Jesus. Feel his presence. Peace comes by reminding yourself who God is, his character and nature, and that he has not changed in this your crisis. Remind yourself of his faithfulness, the things he has done in the past, the promises he has given to you. Then give him the problem. Speak out your trust of him in the circumstances and leave it to God. Then shut the door in your mind to stop chewing over the issue or event. You've given it to Jesus, so all the resources of heaven are working on it. Choose to trust. Perhaps play a significant worship song for you and claim the words. Expect peace. Jesus says, it is my peace and I give it to you. Keep doing this until peace comes. God is faithful and unchanging and big. His peace that the world cannot give, will be yours. Owning God's peace is another spiritual muscle we need to exercise. At the moment in churches, there are many sincere people who are not disciples. The majority are unaware of how damaged they are. Rick Joyner's The Call graphically illustrates how blind we can be to the situation. Many, in being saved, do not have the teaching or the soul friend to walk beside them as they move through to full discipleship. Following the waterfall journey will take people along the path to maturity. 
I believe it will be people each walking in the waterfall and joining up together that will bring the church to readiness for battle and to the purity to be the bride of Christ. The waterfall journey is based on that belief. It is the Father's heart. There is still so much to explore as the landscape will continually change if we journey onward. It will involve coming up ever higher as we dwell in the throne room, practising the presence of God and living in the God's perspective minute by minute, engaging in the journey to maturity, building character and holiness in the sum of our choices. It's understanding army structures with an urgency to train the army of the Lord. It's knowing how to take possession of the land, hold the ground, understand where the borders are. It's understanding the structures of heaven and spiritual warfare. It's acting in authority and with power. It's different forms of prayer, reaping and sowing, binding and loosing. It's creating inheritance, passing on experience. It's being heaven's ambassadors, ruling and reigning. It is God out of the box and us free of constraints. It's being naturally supernatural, with flourishing gifts. It's dancing and flying. It's wearing the mantle of Jesus. My prayer is that you may meet God within these podcasts at an ever deeper level so that you might become all that he designed you to be and accomplish all that he planned for you to do for his honour and his glory. Please share these podcasts with others. Episode 1 to 19 contained the basic waterfall journey teaching and in the following podcasts we will look at topics that we as maturing disciples travelling the waterfall journey need to ponder as we travel and live out of God's perspectives.